On March 24th, we commemorate the Four Feasts of the Annunciation. Venerable Zachariah, the Recluse, St. Artemon, Bishop of Seleucia, Venerable Zachariah, the Ascetic of the Key of Caves, Martyr Stephen of Kazan, Martyr Peter of Kazan, St. James the Confessor, Bishop of Catania, and the Icon of the Mother of God of the Uncut Mount. St. Zachariah, the recluse of Egypt, because of his concern for the poor and homeless, was called to the outcast. In the printed Menayon, he is known as our monastic father, Zachariah, and so he has been identified erroneously with St. Zachariah the monk. St. Artemon, Bishop of Seleucia, was born and lived in Seleucia of Pisidia in Asia Minor. He was pious and virtuous. Therefore, when the Holy Apostle Paul commemorated on June 29th, came to Seleucia, he established St. Artemon as the first bishop of the city, since he was the most worthy. St. Artemon wisely nourished the flock, entrusted to him and won glory as a comforter of the poor and oppressed. St. Artemon died in great old age. In the ancient Slavonic lives of the saints, Seleucian was written as Seleucinian, or Selenian. However, in several of the Greek memorials, the bishop was also called Solunian, of Thessalonica. St. Artemon, or Menignus, was listed in the Menaya as Seleucian or Solunian. In the second half of the 18th century, these two names were mistakenly applied to various persons. St. Zachariah, the faster of the caves, was an ascetic in the far caves in the 13th and 14th centuries. He fasted so strictly that he ate nothing baked nor boiled and he consumed only greens once a day at the setting of the sun. Demons trembled at the mere mention of his name. Often the monks saw angels, with which he deserved to live in heaven. The holy martyr Stephen of Kazan was a Tatar. For more than twenty years he suffered from a weakness of the legs. After the capture of Kazan by Ivan the Terrible in 1552, he believed in Christ and received healing. The saint was baptized by Archpriest Menignus of the Moscow Cathedral, who had brought a letter from Metropolitan Makarios to the Russian army. After the Russian army withdrew from Kazan, the Tatars chopped the martyr Stephen into pieces, scattered his body, and plundered his house because he remained faithful to Christ. The holy martyr Peter of Kazan was a newly baptized Tatar who suffered because he converted to Christianity from Islam. After the Russian army left Kazan, the inhabitants dragged Peter from his home by force and addressed him by his former Muslim name, hoping that he would deny Christ. But to all flattery and persuasion, St. Peter answered, My father and mother is God, who is glorified in Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. If you believe in the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, then you are my family. I was named Peter in holy baptism, and I will not answer to the name by which you address me. Seeing that he would remain steadfast in the faith, his family had him tortured. He endured fierce torments, but he did not cease to confess the name of Christ, saying, I am a Christian. The holy martyr was buried in Kazan, on the site where the Church of the Resurrection of Christ later stood, at the Zitni Grain Marketplace. For the lives of the holy martyr Stephen and Peter of Kazan, see Journal of the Moscow Patriarchate, 1977, number 9, page 79 to 80. The uncut or clouded mountain icon of the Mother of God. About 250 to 300 years ago, this icon was in one of the men's monasteries of Tver, 
and was presented by the superior to Kozmas Volchaninov in gratitude for his fine work in the monastery church. This icon was passed from generation to generation, but a certain impious grandson of Kozmas removed it and placed the icon in an attic. His bride endured many insults from her husband and his relatives. In despair over her marriage, she resolved to commit suicide in a deserted bathhouse. On the way there, a monk appeared to her and said, Where are you going, unhappy one? Go back, pray to the Theotokos of the Clouded Mountain, and you will live in peace. The agitated young wife returned home and revealed everything, not concealing her interrupted intention. They searched for the monk, but they did not find him, and no one had seen him but her. This took place on the eve of the Feast of the Annunciation to the Most Holy Theotokos. They found the icon in the attic, cleaned off the dirt, and set it up in the house in a place of honor. In the evening, the parish priest served the all-night vigil before the icon. From that time, vigil was served in the house every year on this day. For more than 150 years, the icon was in the Volchaninov family. Catherine, daughter of Basil, the last of the Volchaninov line, married George Ivanovich Konyaev, taking with her the icon of the Mother of God as a precious inheritance. Moibins and all-night vigils were served in the Konyaev house on March 24th and November 7th. Perhaps this was the day when the icon was transferred from the monastery to the house of Kozmas Volchaninov. In 1863, near a cemetery church of the Smolensk icon of the Mother of God, it was decided to build a chapel in honor of St. Tihon and St. Makarios of Kayazin. The then owner of the icon, George Konyaev, who died in 1868 at the age of 97, wanted to donate the icon of the Theotokos to the church. He asked the clergy to build another chapel for the one-working icon of the Mother of God of the Clouded Mountain. He also said, I feel the very best place for it is the temple of the Smolensk icon of the Mother of God, since the place on which the church was built in former times was called the Mount, since it was the highest place in the city. The inhabitants took their possessions to the mount and saved themselves from ruin during a flood. Let the icon, the clouded mountain, remain on this mountain with your blessing, and let all who are buried here be veiled with her mercy. On July 15, 1866, the icon was transferred into the new chapel, which was consecrated by Bishop Anthony of Staritsk the following day. On the icon, the Most Holy Theotokos is depicted standing on a semicircular elevation, a mountain, on her left arm, the divine infant blesses with his right hand. Upon the head of the Mother of God is a crown, and in her hand a mountain, on which are seen above churches with cupolas and crosses.